Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome into another episode of LGHL Uncut, where we bring you unedited, unfiltered audio from Ohio State press conferences and other media availabilities. My name is Connor Lamond, and I'm coming at you about two hours after Ohio State's 72-60 win over the Illinois Fighting Illini on Sunday afternoon. Yes, Ohio State won a basketball game. Rejoice. Open the fridges. The Buckeyes won a basketball game. They had a 12-point halftime lead over Illinois this afternoon. Uh, The Fighting Illini did fight back. They cut that to one point. But unlike how things have gone recently when things get tough, Ohio State crumbles. On this day, the Buckeyes got tough, put the foot to the gas pedal, and uh, stretched their lead back out and ended up winning this game by the final score of 72-60. to Bruce Thornton was Ohio State's leading scorer with 20 points, which is too shy of his season high. Bryce Sensabaugh also had 14 points, and Justice Suing with a double-double, 14 points, 11 rebounds. He also had two assists, two steals, and he did not commit a turnover. After the game, we spoke to head coach Chris Holtman of the Buckeyes, head coach Brett Underwood of the Illini, as well as Justice Suing and Bruce Thornton. Uh, For the people that have been talking about Bruce Thornton and if he would be at Ohio State next season, if he would go to the NBA, or if he would more likely transfer to another program, Bruce Thornton did talk about uh, him at Ohio State and his affection for the school and the program and the chemistry and the culture and whatnot. So that's definitely something to listen to. And a very cranky Brett Underwood is also fun. So without further ado, we'll go ahead and get into our post-game press conference with Justice Suing, Bruce Thornton, Brett Underwood, and Chris Holtman. After the game Thursday night, you were sitting there and you said you were replaying every little thing that goes wrong in a loss. How does it feel to be on the other side of that for the first time in a good one? Uh, it feels great. Uh, but we did all the small things, and that, and that just to separate it uh, We went through a run the second half. We really wasn't making no threes, no shots. Uh, Sway came in, got some crucial offense rebounds, made some um, great layups. It filled our offense back up again. And small things like that that um, won't, won't be seen, but stuff like that. Help help to get a win today. How much did you just need a win? Bad, yo. <laughs> I feel like uh, over to a coaches, uh, my my teammates, uh, the fans, man, like they come out and there's unbelievable support every single game. They come out and 
I'm so glad I'm here at Ohio State. There's no better place than here. Bruce, can you just describe kind of the, the feeling in the, the locker room or even maybe on the court right after the win, just the sense of relief maybe from everybody and the happiness for, the, you know, ending the streak here? Yeah, for, uh, definitely. Uh, just, having, just having consistent losses is not a good feeling at all. Um, seeing the team come together, uh, our coaches come together, the fans come together, all this money to get a, to get a dub against a good Illinois team, uh, it felt great. Bruce, uh, feels like they made you one of the leaders of the team and a captain, and you're playing 35 minutes a game, and they've kind of put the ball in your hands, and feels like you're really starting to flourish in this role. What 19 points the other night, 20 points in this game, clutch shots, just what is really coming together for you, and what is the future hold for you if you can continue to play at this level, I guess? Uh, just them teammate, uh, no, my teammates in the locker room, uh, they really believe in me. If I can make no shots, be, be a great captain, still as a freshman. Uh, it still groomed me to this day. I'm still learning, but it, it's all to them. Um, team, my teammates and my coaching they put the trust in me. Uh, I'm very um, thankful, very blessed for them. Because they really don't have to as a freshman, but they do, and I'm so thankful for them. And I'd rather have no better teammates than them. Justice, we asked uh, Bruce this, but what does it mean to you to get a swing? You know, it's been a rough stretch, but to have this in front of the fans, what does it mean to you? Um, it just means a lot because, you know, I feel like we had a lot of um, post-game interviews where we were saying we're just right there. We're right there to get over that hump. And, um, you know, today I feel like we've been most together and we've also been, we played uh, like we were supposed to win today. And I think it showed. And um, we know probably the BT had the whole game. And everyone that came in the game had, had great impacts on it. So, I mean, it means a lot, especially to just win in front of the fans. You know, it's, it's been a little rough of a stretch. But, you know, we're going to see where this goes and keep uh, building on it. For you, Justice, it seemed like those offensive rebounds in the second half were critical. Uh, what was your mindset in attacking the glass today? Um, yeah, I just I try to do everything that I can do on the court. You know, I feel like my game has a has a you know array of things that I can do. But um, you know, at, at at that time, coach was uh, telling me to impact the game with some old boards, so that's what I did, and I was able to you know make make a couple of impactful plays for the team. You guys, for both of you guys, you're up 15, then it's like 10, five, it gets down close. I mean, is there? How do you fight the here we go again uh, thinking because it's, it's happened a lot? And what does that say about the team that did tough one out here? Um, uh, yeah, props to Illinois. It was a good team. Um, being a 15, we just did all the small things, the, the lead up to, for that lead. Um, uh, the, um, basketball is a game of, um, game of run. They had had their run in the second half, and we, we cut it off. So I feel like that was a big separator for us. Um, just staying composed, staying very attention to detail. And we pushed the lead out on for like 10 to 9 points, and we kept like that the whole game. And we got the dub. Yeah, I just think it just shows the kind of the progression we've made. You know, even though it's been a rough stretch, uh, we know that was, that was one of the things that we were, we were focusing on, you know, just making sure that we stay composed, you know. And, um, you know, it, it's, it, it was shown throughout the last couple games, and then today we finally pulled it out, um, getting over that hump. So, I mean, yeah, just the guys staying composed, sticking to the game plan, and knowing that, uh, that we got it. Now that you guys have one game here, snap this streak. How tough was it for you guys to keep showing up at tip-off every game, knowing that it, you were that close, as you talked about, and then to finally get through here? What do you think was the difference for you guys as well? Um, I think I think the reason why we're able to get it just because of the our, our mentality, you know, coming into every day. Um, a lot of the guys just come in every day ready to work, ready to improve, you know, regardless of um, you know the, the results of the games you know, previously. So um, we knew that, that in due time, that, that all the work would pay off. So we got us one tonight. 
and we're gonna keep. We're gonna come back tomorrow with the same mentality, getting better, uh, improving on things that, that we can work on for this game, and, uh, and then heading into to one Wednesday. What did you guys see on Bryce's dunk? <laughs> Body. I thought I thought it was gonna be an M one, so everybody stopped. So. I thought it was an animal for sure. Yeah, I seen number three um, push the ball up full court, so I was like, yeah, we got to get back. So we got back. Um, we stopped them in transition. I'm glad because I thought it was going to be a wide open layup, but everybody's spinning back on defense. We got to stop. So a, a play like that after everything that you guys had been through, what, what does that moment feel like when you've been down, they've kind of made a run, and then that seemed to maybe exercise a few demons? And what does a moment like that feel like? Uh, really a lot, honestly. Especially um, for Bryce, um, very he's very sneaky, athletic um, for for his size. So people really don't expect him to jump that high. So so when so when he did it, everybody' reaction was very so surprised. I'm still surprised right now. I'm gonna go look at it right after this in interview because it was very insane. So I feel like they just gave an extra momentum um, in, in that second half to get the win. It wasn't just Bryce's dunk, Bruce. You had the and one. Like not long after that, and the entire bench just clears out, comes over to like a soccer goal with reaction. I mean, what was that moment like for you after what you guys have been through in the leadership role? Like you said, you take it. Uh, it just uh, my emotions just I just got the best. Uh, just just playing hard. Just just wanted to win so bad. Like and my teammates, I want me want me to see. I want them to see. So that's that was what it really was. Um, when I got the end one, I see my whole team around me. There's no better feeling. So. Uh, I'm glad it happened. I'm glad I got the dub. So, justice for you. Um, what does it say about the growth and the change of this team? That the end of the first half, you guys kept pushing, increased the lead. End of this game, you guys didn't give it up. Compared to what this this stretch has been like. Yeah, it just it just shows to um, to how bought and everyone is on the team. You know, uh, we just need we just needed that. Uh, that one, that one game, you know, to get us over that hump. You know, today was a good one, but I mean, like I said, we're gonna come back tomorrow, play some film, correct some things that we need to work on. But uh, yeah, we have the same mentality. You know, we're gonna continue to try and build off of this and uh, get better. One more. Yeah. What do you guys see from Bryce as being replicable about this? Obviously, you had the Iowa win that broke the, the losing streak last time, and then practice didn't go well, and you lost to the same Illinois team. What's replicable, replicable about today that you think you can take forward for what's left of the season? Um, just for us to keep the same mentality for tomorrow. Uh, we all going to celebrate it because we got the deal today. And tomorrow we back at it. Um, we got to keep that same mentality, the same hunger we had before to uh, get the win against a good Maryland team. So I feel like we have a good mindset, good prep work with the coaching staff and with the players, getting, getting in work and, sh and shots like that. So I feel like we come with that uh, mentality. I feel like we'll be good against Maryland. Yeah, just continue to play for one another, man, and uh, sticking to the game plan. I think I think our defense really was um, was a really big key for us today. I feel like we're super, we had a lot of energy on that end that fueled us on the offense. So I think um, just continue to work on those things in practice uh, defensively, and then um, yeah, our offense, our offense, our offensive stuff will come. But yeah, definitely gonna continue to just have that mentality going into tomorrow. Thanks, folks. Thanks. Yeah, a lot of credit to uh, Chris and his crew. Um, lose nine in a row, and, and they didn't quit. They uh, they played great. Um, you know, we uh, this is a very talented Ohio State team on the offensive side, but uh, 
Um, yeah, very disappointing from our standpoint. Um, I think it all starts with 23 to 9 at half on the glass when we're one of the top rebounding teams in the Big Ten. And um, I think they're 14th on the defensive side. And uh, we have no offensive rebounds, so to speak. Um, and we missed a bunch of shots. Um, we've had two of these games now where, um, liking back to the Indiana game uh, today, uh, we had no life. We had no, we had no, we had nothing. Um, it didn't matter. And when we get this way, we, we, we not only become poor on the defensive side, we don't execute. And um, um, we responded a little bit for a short time and got it to one. And, um, you know, then they end the game with making their last seven. So my hat's off to, to Chris and, and his group. And, and um, uh, but very disappointed with, uh, with, our, with our crew today in terms of the, the um, execution and, and, and the effort that it took to, to win a game on the road in the Big Ten. Brad, I mean, you mentioned you know, no life. You know, maybe it's Indiana today, you know, big deficit in you know, the first half today and Thursday against Northwestern. Is there something that ties those together here in the last week plus where I mean, it's, you're getting that? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I've been, uh, you know, it's our fourth game in eight days. Um, you know, we've, we've um, you know, we had the COVID game thrown in there. I'm not making an excuse. Uh, my teams have never done that. So, um, um, I, I don't know. We took Friday off. We didn't do anything. We thought giving them a day away after the emotional game with Northwestern, giving them a day off would help. Uh, you know, we came back yesterday, um, you know, and had, and, and had a decent practice. So, um, I just, I, I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, we, we don't have, we don't have quite the fire and the bite right now. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, that was, that, was, that was frustrating. We didn't have it today anyway. Brad, how much of an issue do you have with the volume of threes you guys shot almost half your field? Oh, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, and it's just, and, and the problem is they're hard ones. Um, and, uh, you know, we're last in the league for a reason. And yet our OER is 1.4 when we touch the paint and then shoot. I mean, our OER is electric when we touch the paint. We're the top two-point field goal team in the league. And uh, yet it's just, it's just I, I mean, like I said, I, it goes with the day. I mean, off balance, hard shots, falling even in the paint, falling down, falling, leaning back. Um, I, there was just nothing there. And we've got to get Dane going. We, can, we can't get where we want to go without, without Dane. Uh, he's got to be nastier and tougher on the glass, and, and you know we knew this wouldn't be hard because they play small a lot without Zed. Um, and uh, but yeah, I'm I'm not uh, I've never been one to to tell guys not to shoot it, but I'm we're we're getting really close. You mentioned maybe not having fire in the bite. Just how does a team find that? I mean, I I, I can't go play for them. You know, I can I can peel paint in the locker room if you'd like me to, but that I can't go play for them. And uh, you know, we it's got to be it's got to be an internal um, internal deal. They've got to they've got to want to go do that. And 
we got a lot to play for, and we're a very good basketball team. But uh, you know, it's uh, uh, you know, it, it's like the other night we tried to find the right five. Um, I thought Jaden Epps played better tonight, um, but uh, uh, we're just playing with no nasty, no grit right now. And as 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 much grit as I thought we had in the second half against Northwestern, um, we gave it all back today. Talk about that OER touch in the paint. Was there anything Ohio State did particularly to no. make you kind of talk no. to you guys to inside early? No, we destroyed them in the first game, touching the paint. It wasn't didn't have anything to do. It had us had everything to do with us not executing, um, not setting screens. The ball stuck. Uh, that's why I got rid of the five out stuff. We were running early. Nobody cut. Uh, we didn't execute anything. I mean, we hurt them a lot in spread, and today we just don't run it. And I mean, guys didn't cut, and uh, that's on me. That's on me. It's my job. It's my job to get them to to, to execute offense. So Brandon looked like the day and actually has some mismatches out there. What um, can you guys do to get him scored, such as in the low post? Yeah, it's, there's no doubt. I mean, and then there, there's a mismatch on the other end. You know, uh, they played likely at the five a lot, and. Uh, you know, in his in his earlier days, he was a point guard. You know, and and uh, you know, so he's an elite ball handler. He's a very good driver of the ball. So that mismatch works two ways as well. And uh, and we tried first two plays, the second half to get him touches. Um, you know, he got one blocked and and then uh, fumbled one. But um, you know, that's a tough day. We'll be back. Brad, you, you know what the, the league does to freshmen, especially high-level freshmen, as the season goes on. Bruce Thornton was really struggling the last time you guys played. What was it like preparing for him this time compared to last time? And how you, what did you see from him like as compared to last time? Yeah, I mean, he's he, he's got a body that allows him to play in the Big Ten. So, you know, it's a matter of time before, you know, there's there's the ability to gain some confidence. You know, Bruce is a terrific shooter. We all saw him on the circuit. Uh, you know, and he, he doesn't ever, he's never going to dazzle you with his speed, you know, or his quickness. But, uh, and we never put him in harm's way on the other end. And, uh, you know, that was, that was something I thought we did a much better job of the first time. But he's just a much more confident player. And, and uh, you know, everybody knows he can shoot it. And, uh, you know, he's, he's picking his spots extremely well. You mentioned need to get Dane going. Jaden's also had a bit of a tough patch here. But what are you seeing from him? The last couple of games. Yeah, he was better today. He was better. He's still, you know, he's 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 a, you know he's a freshman, and again, it's uh, uh, you know it's not always easy, and you got to find a way to get out of those 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 tough times. And um, you know, it's 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 very hard for young young guys to, to work through that sometimes. And you know, we stuck with him. He didn't play didn't play a great game the other night against Northwestern, but he was back in the lineup today, and we're going to con con continue to. Work with him, and and uh, you know he's uh, you know he got one got a three to go, which was which was a big help, and uh, we need his scoring. Have you seen anything in the last week and a half or so that maybe predicted this lack of fight that you talk about, or is this kind of no? I I mean lack of practice maybe. I mean four games in eight days, and and you know you're you're I, mean, I, I thought we I thought we played our tail off at Indiana. I mean, we're without Terrence, and we got our back against the wall, and and you know had an opportunity to win that game, and and just came up, you know, a little bit short. We fought in that game, and uh, you know we we did what we had to do against Minnesota, um, you know, and I thought we got off to a great start. We had great energy in that game, and and beyond that, I don't know. I don't know if it's 
tired mentally, physically. I don't, we better not be. You know, that's why you do all this stuff to um, prepare for this time of year. And uh, you know, I thought we I thought we could ride the high of the Northwestern game and, and really build on that. We tried to tried to talk about that a lot, um, but uh, you know, again, it's um, tough day. With the first half rebounding, was it? The margin that troubled you, or was it the one offensive rebound on 19 misses? Like, what? what's the bigger impact? Both. All that. I mean, how do you win on the road? My teams have always won on the road because we guard and we offensive rebound. And when the night, you always try to figure out how, how, how do you win on the road. There's a reason we've won more games than anybody in the league in the last four years. Those two things, period. We offensive rebound our ass off, and we guard and play hard. So the nights like tonight, when the ball doesn't go in and there's 19 of them, our goal, and it's up there every single game, is to get 40% of our misses back. Not, it's not the first time they heard it. I didn't just make that up. That's all we talk about every single day and every game. It's on the board multiple times every single game. Get 40% of your misses back. And that's how you went on the road, in my opinion, and along with taking care of the ball. Because we can't predict whether that thing goes in every night. And so one on 19 misses and then be down 23 to nine and, whew, excuse me. Brad, how much, your next game's in March, how much are you still searching for that consistency? Have you ever had a team quite like this that's so up and down? No. And yes, we're looking, I mean, we got to find five guys right now that play hard and execute. I mean, we know who we want to who we want to be, and we know what we can be. But we got to, you know, it's 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 not a time to, for guys to be in their feelings. It's not a time to um, it's time to rally. And you know, we did that the other night. We got a great group of guys in the locker room, believe in all of them, and uh, they've all had moments this year where they've been good and bad. That's a season. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I I think it's more about just a bad day, being tired, four games in eight days. Um, and and but yeah, we've got to play four games in four days. So uh, we got to find a way to um, rally around that. This last question here from Matt. He usually is your first sub off the bench. He played twenty eight minutes, but is, can Ty Rogers be somebody that you can kind of get some energy out of, or do you need yes. him off the bench to bring what he does? To be determined. But yes, Ty Rogers has become extremely consistent for us. And uh, both as a defender, as a playmaker, um, as a as a as a rebounder, I you know I think he's one of the elite rebounders in in, in our league, uh, especially for his size. And yet, uh, uh, you know we gotta we gotta find that level of, of balance off the bench, start and whatever that is. But yes. Okay, thank you. We'll have Ty Coleman right out here. All right, guys, uh, obviously good win, good team, a lot of respect for Illinois. I think they're a really good team. I know they were coming off an emotional game the other night, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, our players, I thought they were terrific. I thought our players were terrific. Justice Suing made 
some outstanding key offensive rebound plays, uh, rebounded the ball at a high level. Bruce was phenomenal uh, the whole game. Um, um, you know, there's a number of guys I could mention. I thought our versatility with, with um, <coughs> Gene and Ice was really good. Um, you know, players win games. Those guys stepped up and did a great job. So, a quick turnaround here for our next one. Chris, after you guys beat Iowa, you said you need to win like your next breath. And it's been a rough stretch since then. How badly, I know it's just one game, but how badly did you need this? You know, Adam, I think at this point, uh, as we talked about the last month, really, it is about, you know, how um, how we're playing as much as anything. And, uh, you know, we really did feel like we were playing better basketball, not always being rewarded necessarily for that. But I think at this point, really throughout the season, not, not at any, but that is really what we stress, play the right way, play it for longer stretches. We have been doing that, starting really in the Purdue game, I believe. Um, I thought we had some really good stretches of play there. Can we extend those minutes of uh, quality play uh, for longer stretches? I thought we did that, and uh, uh, we, I thought we did it the other night as well. We felt the dividends, obviously, the rewards of it with the win here. And, then, and this one, you build the sector of the double-digit lead, and they, they cut it to one. And uh -huh. You've seen that, that script. What did you see this time in your guys, maybe in some of those moments? I know Justice had to put back and Bryce had to dunk, but when, did, when they cut it to one in the second half, what did you see from your guys that they were able to respond today? Yeah, I just thought they played. I thought we got high-quality shots. Uh, obviously, the emotional play there with Bryce's phenomenal dunk. Uh, but it, I, I thought Justice's putback was really key, as I mentioned. Um, listen, we knew they were going to make a run. It's college basketball. Every team does. Um, I thought those guys, uh, you know, they stepped up and made plays. They really did. Our players stepped up and made plays. Coach, you talked the other day about, um, you know, feeling and carrying kind of the weight of the, the disappointment of the season and things like that. So I'm just wondering, you know, given, given those comments, um, you know, did it feel like a, a, a huge sigh of relief for you? Any weight off your shoulders? Just, you know, it's one game, but, yeah. but in the moment there, yeah. take me through your feelings there, I guess. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand the question for sure. And I, I think there probably is some of that, Griffin. I think as much as anything, I have felt better about how we played. And I think that as a coach and as a coaching staff, you feel, you feel, you feel better. We're obviously, uh, we've got a lot of guys who are, who are, you know, learning things in the moment. But, you know, I have felt better, we have felt better about how we played here in the last week and a half. And I think that's probably what we've, you know, if, if there's a good feeling, that's what it's been. Maybe uh, Gene, Gene's best game of the season for mm -hmm. him, nine points. I uh, made a lot of good, you know, defensive yeah. plays and things like that. Talk about yeah what he brought to the table today. I thought Gene was, was great. I thought Gene was great. You know, it's interesting with how we're playing with, with you know, without Zed in the, the, just the, we're a little bit, you know, we're a little bit faster and we're a little more versatile and Isaac and Gene really fight in there. You know, they really fight in there. And we thought Danger, we'd see Danger more. I wish I could have played Felix more. It was just, they went with a bunch of forwards, so it was hard to get him in there longer. What's the teaching? point you take out of this with the guys? I, I think, you know, you do not know uh, when there will be any type of breakthrough when you're going through a, a stretch like this. So I think the teaching point is and has been um, that should not change our preparation, uh, our togetherness, and our ability to play the right way for longer stretches. And that's really uh, been what we've, what we've preached. And if we didn't have a breakthrough today, but we played for longer stretches the right way, then um, that was going to be the conversation in the postgame. 
and uh, and I think that has to be continue to be the case the rest of the season. Happy. What do you, what's your happiest, most uh, confident coming out of this? If you had to pick, like sort of one thing that was maybe different, hasn't been there before. Oh, uh, um, I would say a lot of things. So maybe our response in terms of quality possessions when they made a run. You know, quality possessions. I didn't think we took a ton of bad shots. I thought we were really tied together offensively. I thought we forced them into tough looks. They're lethal in transition. They're really fast. So I thought we were able to eliminate some of the, probably that, that would be the thing that I'm most proud of. You mentioned just as offensive rebounding, but defensive glass-wise, you guys were probably maybe the best you've been all season. What do you think of that in that department? Huge key. Good? Enormous key. They're the second best offensive rebounding team in the league. Um, they have guys off the bench who are really committed to offensive rebounding. It was a huge key. I mean, players will tell you, we drilled at home for two days, and we had a really physical practice yesterday um, because of how good they are on the glass. It was an enormous key, and they did a good job with it. And then Isaac, you know, didn't take a shot today, but that's not really his game. Defensively, what do you think from him limiting Terrence Shannon Jr.? I thought he was great. He made him work. Uh, Shannon's a terrific player. Terrific. He and Mayer are phenomenal. They can get shots at any time. I thought they were uh, they're really, really good. And I just think Ice did what Ice does. He just made them work. And, um, you know, again, he's, it's, it's a unique lineup that you can throw out there because he might be playing some of the five offensively, but he's guarding their 6-7 point guard. So it's just a unique um, versatility. You mentioned growth as the standard you wanted to see. There's growth and then there's confirmation of growth. And everybody wants to win, but the necessity of winning to getting them to see that yeah. what you're preaching like, yeah. is really important. Yes, for sure. For sure. I think they they needed this in the final stretch, sometimes even more than coaches, because coaches are evaluating the quality of possessions. Are we playing the right way? But players, um, we're obviously, we know it's a bottom line deal but but I think they needed that to feel good about themselves and to validate some of what uh, um, we've been telling them with hey listen we are playing more quality possessions than what we were it will be rewarded there's no question so it's obviously been an outlier year and a tough year for you and you know all the buzz but what no one's asked you is are you committed to staying here because your name's coming up for other jobs, which typically that happens when you're having a great year or you're an up and coming guy, like your name from Gardner Webb. And so like, I guess I'm asking you to speak to your level of commitment here. If they want you, do you want them? And Gene has been very supportive of you here. But when your name comes up for Mississippi and Notre Dame and other things, are you prepared to say, no, I'm here? I, or are you not? Yes, absolutely. I love it here. I love it here. And Gene and I have been very um, open um, about our plan in terms of, you know, moving forward and what our plan was after last year with, with somewhat of a rebuild roster, um, what that was going to look like, how young we were going to be, our commitment to playing young guys, to backing that up with another young class. And it's a little bit hard to do sometimes when you're going into year six and you're saying, okay, hey, we're going to, we're going to, philosophically look at how we want to build this thing to give us our maybe our greatest um, potential uh, as a program but I think we have played our young guys we have another good class coming and uh, there is some real excitement in that amidst the the tremendous disappointment with how some things have gone so that's a firm commitment to absolutely Coach, uh, oh. 
I know you say that everything's been about just getting better, and, and you've seen a lot of growth, but you know, just on a microscopic level, when you see the smiles after the game, when yeah. you see the tweet of them finally singing yeah. again, it, how, I, I guess, just happy are you for the guys oh, yeah. that you're back in the window? It's the best thing about it. It's the best thing about it. It's the best thing about it. You know, it's, it's you know, that and seeing my wife happy and my daughter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's the best thing about it. Yeah, it's the best thing about it, seeing those guys smile, seeing them really enjoy, have fun playing today, enjoy the moment, enjoy the, you know, fun plays that happen in the midst of the game. Like, that's the best thing about it. Yeah. In college basketball, there's so many games. You can almost take wins for granted. I mean, there are a lot of times we come in here in the middle of December and you guys want to give them and we say, okay, up next, how do you get yeah. for them? Do you think at any point throughout this season this has made you appreciate wins more and, and maybe appreciate moments like what we saw in the shot tonight? This year, no question. This year has, for sure. You know, just it's been a different year than you know what I've experienced, so there's no question. You enjoy these moments more. Chris, the job is to win the game. Yes. But at the same time, you've got to kind of take a big picture approach to what you're trying to accomplish here. Yep. Um, so you've got a freshman uh, who's a scorer, but his defense is a little yes. you know, suspect at times. How do you balance that? Because that's you've got to win the game, that's yeah. the thing. But, but if you let that go, yeah. that can leak into bad stuff. It can. It can. And it's a really delicate balance. If you ask coaches, They'll tell you that's one of the hardest things to do in today's climate of college basketball. You know, our job is to coach him and to hold him accountable. He's also not ready to play a perfect defense or, for that matter, offensive game. So there has to be some room to grow as long as he remains coachable and and willing to learn. But he needs to he needs to all of our guys need to continue to be coached. But I'm assuming you're you're speaking of Bryce. Get tremendous gifts, um, but they're also right there. Are, there are uh, uh, two ends. What I've really appreciated about Bryce is he has maintained a high level of coachability in the midst of, uh, you know, maybe some stretches where we had to go with the group that, that was just defending a little bit better. And I thought his response um, today was really good. And uh, uh, I think coaches will tell you it's one of the hardest things for us to figure out at times. The, the, it seemed like the attention to detail defensively, especially in the first half, they could not get to the rim, they couldn't get into the lane. What, what was it that in the game plan that enabled you to, to have that kind of performance when you have struggled when you have defensively? Yeah, Adam, I think the thing with, with these guys is they're going to shoot a lot of threes, um, and they can be very streaky. That's the dangerous thing. But they also, their percentages have been great. Um, but they are going to shoot a lot of threes. So we understood that, but we wanted to be um, – you know, appropriately in our gaps and um, help where we could. And I think our attention to detail was good. We talked to Justice and Bruce, and they both have shared varying viewpoints of just how tough of a stretch this has been. And obviously, one's at the beginning of his tenure, one's at the end of his tenure. How, what is it like, or how have you seen the two of them in their different viewpoints battle through this and try to find a, a better ending? Good. I'd like, I really like Justice's mindset in the last week or so. Um, and coming off of the Purdue game, um, I've really liked his mindset. And Bruce has just been so steady for the last year, you know, but certainly the last six weeks. Yeah, he's just been really steady.
With Bruce, you know, he played maybe his best half of basketball for a pack today, but in the second half, it looked like Illinois was making a more considered effort to limit Bruce from getting closer to the basket. I think they might have threw Sincere Harris at him. Yeah. Um, yeah. But then Bruce, in the final five minutes, he finally gets his first buck for the second half in the five, final five minutes. Yeah. Can you just talk about his second half and maybe a little bit tougher in the second half, but the patience of him to come yeah. through in the final five minutes? Yeah, I felt like he answered the bell every time we needed a bucket. I thought his AM1 was critical, created a little more distance. Um, it was a really tough drive. And they were trying to ice it at times and then weak it at, at other times and crawl up into them. So we had to change our angle of our ball screen a little bit in the middle of the floor. He's gotten better at navigating that as he's seen under coverage or a hedge or an ice or a weak. He's gotten better at that, at, at finishing. He shot one behind it today when they went under or when they were late to, to uh, extend. So. He was just really good in the middle of the floor. You know, you can't run ball screens against these guys because they keep it on the side and they ice it. You can't do it on the side, but you can do it in the middle, and I thought that was effective for us. I guess of all freshmen that you've coached, him compared to the freshmen, just his steadiness and the fact that he was able to maybe wipe away those 15 minutes where he was struggling and couldn't get shots. And yeah. the fact that he was able to do that in the final few minutes. You know, Malachi was incredibly poised, too. Incredibly poised. You know, we know that. I mean, how many times did... He helped us finish games last year, the Indiana game here. You know, the, so he was incredibly poised. I think with Bruce, um, you know, we haven't had a point guard like this, uh, where he's, he's so much the focal point of what we do on both ends since we've been here. But his maturity, I think, and his talent, and his ability, and his toughness, and his intangibles make him really special. Yeah, totaled it up. His last seven games, he's shooting almost sixty percent, almost forty percent on threes. Just. Yep. His shot selection seems to be pretty good, and yep. he's got a really good feel, it seems, of getting into the lane and getting the guy on his back and yes. getting a good view. Just what uh, what do you say about those aspects of what he's been able to do? He's a pretty big point guard, Steve. You know, he's, he's, big he, 10 body. Yeah, he, does, got it. he does have that for sure. He does have that. And I think we'll probably have to, in the offseason, kind of get him maybe slim down a little bit. Um, but um, he's tremendous at keeping guys. We call that a hostage situation uh, when they're ice icing and keep him on his on his backside and make the right read and when you have Felix as a rim threat it really presents some issues. So he's done a really good job of that. Anything else? Thanks. All right, thank you guys.